Hey, welcome to our podcast, Live Him Out. And here, our goal is to educate and motivate people how to live him out in our daily lives. Today, we're going to be talking about escaping the weight of perfectionism. So, welcome to Live Him Out. Hey, everybody, and welcome to our Live Him Out podcast. So today we're going to be talking about how to escape the weight of perfectionism. So this past Sunday in our message, we talked about how people deal with their sin in two basic ways, Mm -hmm. either by punishing themselves for their sin or by trying to be perfect enough to gain favor or forgiveness for their sin. Now, we know that the right way, the biblical way, is to come to Jesus with our sin. He is the one that removes the weight of guilt. He is the one that removes even the weight of being perfect. Mm -hmm. He becomes the perfect sacrifice for us. But if you don't do that, or if you don't realize the fullness of what that is, you can lean in one of these two directions in trying to punish yourself enough for your sin or perfect yourself enough to be forgiven of your sin. And it can lead to some pretty dark places if you live in this perfectionism mindset. So So what are some of the ways that people believe uh, why they need to be perfect or what is kind of the effect of this like perfectionism mindset? Okay. So kind of like with punishment, self-punishment, it even happens within the church, uh, maybe within, especially within the church, Mm -hmm. where you get this idea that I have to perfect myself. I mean, we already have this idea that God is holy. Jesus has a demand for our lives and he calls us to this, a higher standard kind of thing. We want to reach toward that. But Mm -hmm. how you do that and why you do that are pretty important. What's your motivation in that? Uh, Jesus frees us from the weight Mm -hmm. and he puts a desire within us to want to be like him, to grow, to learn, to change, to be transformed. That's a good thing to do it out of gratefulness, out of joy, out of already coming to the cross. But to think I have to be perfect before I can get uh, to that place of forgiveness and being loved and being accepted, that's a different story. That, yeah. that, that leads to some pretty dark places. Yeah, absolutely. I think. Yeah. Uh, so what, what would you say are some of the ways that people attempt to perfect themselves that they may feel imperfect already yeah. and they see Jesus, like you were saying, holy God, he's the perfect sacrifice, yeah. the lamb who takes away our sins. What are some ways people try to perfect themselves? Yeah. Probably one of the most common ways that happens is that people think, well, before I can go to church, before I can uh, sing, Mm -hmm. pray, even read the Bible, I really need to clean up my act first. I've got to be at a place of some level of perfection, and then I can come to Jesus. So, uh, you know, I get your realization, your life is not where you want it to be. You Mm -hmm. recognize you're doing some things you shouldn't be doing. It doesn't even line up with the scriptures. But that's the point at which we go to the cross. We come to the cross out of that. We don't let that be the reason to keep us away. It's the very reason he came. Jesus said, I've come that you may have life and have it more abundant. So uh, trying to self-clean up Mm -hmm. before coming to the cross, um, you know, that, that presents some real... Yeah, oddities all of a sudden because that makes the cross really not all that important. Yeah, it's really for perfect people, not for yeah. uh, sinners. When uh-huh. that's not the message of the cross. Exactly. Yeah. All. So, so that is definitely how it plays out in our faith and how we relate to Jesus and all that yeah. stuff. How would you say this relates in maybe marriage and parenting? First marriage. We'll <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, 
if I live with this thing of I have to be perfect all the time mm-hmm. and I view myself somehow before God, I got to yeah. be perfect. Yeah. Well, pretty soon I'm putting those same demands on other people around me. Yeah. And so yeah. I have these high true. expectations of myself, um, which leads to a lot of internal anger and frustration mm-hmm. and anxiety to begin with. But then I begin to play that out on other people. I, I have yeah. high demands of them. I expect them to always be perfect and yeah. always do what I want mm. and do what I think they ought to be doing and and conform to some standard I've got. And yeah. that never plays well in a marriage situation no. yeah. when it you've got not. expectations and demands upon the other person. Because <laughs> when that's the case, there's no way you can serve. Yeah. There's no way you can sacrifice. Yeah. There's no yeah. way you can love. You get all kind of rules and expectations yeah. and demands and I'll love you if you. It, it just leads to some yeah. some sad, frustrating places in a marriage. But, Absolutely, and a lot of Christian marriages actually kind of operate in that format, yeah. back and forth. Yeah. So, so, so what would you say, maybe even about parenting then? So, in parenting, then a parent, if they're if they're living with this perfectionistic mm-hmm. demands upon themselves, mm-hmm. um, then pretty soon they're putting that upon their kids as yeah. well. And it usually comes with a long list of rules in the home, high expectation, um, grades, uh, performance in school, performance, um, you know, in extracurricular activities. Uh, You know, you get the the typical uh, parents at the baseball field, (laughs) the parents at the the soccer (laughs) matches. You get, you know, the parents uh, sitting with the the teacher in the teacher meeting, and it's always the teacher's fault. All these things, because there's (laughs) such demands upon the child, and the child just begins to be weighed down with this demand for perfection, you know, to get, um, to get, one letter less than what the expectation was, mm-hmm. you know, in the yeah, grade, yeah, or yeah. one number less, whatever mm-hmm. it is, and then to have to come home and live in that, under that pressure, yeah. can be uh, frustrating for a child and debilitating. Really, yeah. it puts a child in kind of a no-win situation. Yeah, absolutely. So. It, it also sounds like it kind of compartmentalizes each of your lives, where you're trying to perfect different areas at yeah. different times, and it, it kind of segments it with the same goal of perfectionism, but okay, I'm perfect here. I'm kind of broken here. I need to clean myself up before I get here. And that just sounds like you're setting yourself up for failure in a lot of different different areas. It's true. And it leads to some some mental emotional issues where this pressure, we weren't designed to carry that kind of pressure toward Mm -hmm. perfection. And so I I, I can say all this because I've walked in some of this before. I've walked in... uh, in trying to be perfect, mm-hmm. my, my personality can can lean in that direction. If I if I'm not you know walking in what yeah. the Spirit is doing in my life and walking yeah. in grace, I lived in that. And for me, it it led to some panic disorders. It mm. led to a lot of fear. It led to striving and I'm just and just wearing myself out. Yeah. I tried to be disciplined enough, spiritual enough, doing enough, uh, yeah. enough in front of other people. I had this high expectation of myself that yeah. I thought, you know, God demanded of mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And and it it drove me to some yeah some very difficult, yeah. painful places. Yeah. And what's sad about that is it sounds like even though uh, this sounds like it probably went on for years and and you may have always been attempting to feel to feel perfect. Did you ever? Did you ever feel perfect in any of those <laughs> any of those times? You know, it's an odd mix because mm-hmm. there's a couple of times along the way you actually feel like, "Hey, I did it." Yeah, uh-huh. I, I got You're up like, at four thirty and I read my Bible and I prayed. 
man, I'm, I'm really something. Yeah. Now you God know? really loves me. <laughs> yeah, God's going to really love me even more today. Yeah. And, uh-huh. and only to find out, you know, things didn't go better necessarily. Yeah. Because then the because next day... the whole time you've been doing this, you've been pointing at yourself in every area. It, it's so deceptive, yeah. you know. You, you start off down that path, and I think the enemy loves that, you mm-hmm. know, because... Mm-hmm. He's got you. You're trapped. And like you said, yeah, yeah, it's all about me. It's all about did I do enough? Yeah. Am I doing enough? Uh-huh. I have to do more. Yeah, yeah. And that it's such a deceptive thing because it's I, me, yep. me, me. Mm. And it just it, it leads you to a dark place in your soul. Yeah. It leads to anxiety, depression, yeah. despair. A lot of anxiety disorders come from this yeah. place actually mm-hmm. uh, of seeking to be perfect instead of accepting yeah. the love of Christ by faith, accepting full grace and his yeah. favor and his love as an act of, of faith, yeah. not of Amen. my works, mm-hmm. not yeah. of my perfection. Yeah. So that all sounds like some really dangerous areas to walk in and that, that you have even walked in. What would yeah. you say are some other areas uh, that, are, that are so dangerous about this? Yeah. So the New Testament tells this story. Also, mm-hmm. and there were people in, in the day of the New Testament era who mm-hmm. were walking the same struggle. They, they heard the message of the gospel. Yeah. They, they learn about the spirit being given to the church, and they, they receive all of this by faith. But you read in Galatians that Paul says to them, hey, what happened to you guys? You heard <laughs> the message of the gospel. You heard the yeah. message of grace. Yeah. Who who tricked you yeah. to believe that now, after coming to Christ, <laughs> you have to go back and yeah. keep the works of the law, that you have to go back to always being perfect. If not, God's going to turn away from you and drop yeah. you and yeah. dismiss you and reject you. Mm-hmm. What happened to yeah. you? Yeah, And, and that story's in the Bible. A lot of people will just kind of pass by all that stuff and they, they yeah. skip those stories and just hear, you got to be perfect, got to be perfect, got to be perfect. Yep. We see Paul saying the same thing. Yeah. So. so Galatians 3 is where that's found. Mm-hmm. And you get down to verse 3 and Paul really gets really kind of honest with him. He says, are you are you that foolish? That's what he says. You look it up, Galatians 3. He says, having begun in the spirit, are you now being made yeah. perfect by the flesh? Yeah. Are you? Do you think that perfection... Mm by your own efforts is what this is all mm-hmm. about. Yeah. Who tricked you into all yeah, of this? Exactly. I, I know that I know this line. Yeah. I've, I've been there. And yeah. so it's dangerous because you turn grace into works at that yeah, point. You start absolutely. measuring your standing yeah. with God based on your most recent track record of behavior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is never going to be good enough. No, and so then you get into this roller coaster. I'm good. I'm not good. I'm yeah. Good. I'm good. I'm not good. Yeah. He loves me. He loves me not. He loves me. He loves yeah. me not. Kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and you you can't ever move on mm-hmm. into into faith and growth and 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 all that God has for you. Really. Yeah. At that exactly. So. I've heard it said really well that uh, this from the same passage here. Uh, the same spirit that convicts you of your sin is the same mm. spirit that saves you. Mm. And the same spirit that saves you is the same spirit that sanctifies you. Yeah. And that that is the sanctifying process of being made righteous and yeah. growing in righteousness happens not because of what we can do, but only because of what the spirit does in us because That's of true. him pointing out areas in our lives, but also giving us grace and producing the fruit of the spirit in us. It's the fruit of the spirit, not the fruit of the self. Yeah, that that's because true. only because of the spirit, but it's, it's by the spirit, by God's grace hmm. that we are able to grow in righteousness. And, and that's what sanctification is, yeah. is 
a process of growing in righteousness. Yeah, right? it's true. So in the church world, there's a term we use for that uh, of being of growing in this sanctification mm-hmm. process, and it's one that we're supposed to do by faith. We mm-hmm. don't do by our works. Yeah, and so absolutely, you get to this place where it's it's arrogant then to think. I'm the one that has to do this yeah. instead of just receiving that all by faith that somehow yeah. I have the power and I need to do that. Yeah. And, and what that did for me is it caused me to miss out mm-hmm. on all of the rest and the peace yeah. that was actually mine yeah. all along mm-hmm. in Christ. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, I spent lots of you know anxious moments and anxious thoughts yeah. and sleepless nights and. Yeah. Um, health issues, stomach disorders, you know, yeah. panic disorders, all, all because of my inability to believe that, that Jesus had yeah. really done it all wow. for yeah. me and had given me a standing. Yeah. This is the part that really changed it for me. Yeah. When I read in Colossians that he calls me blameless yeah. and gives me the gift of Righteousness, yeah, amen. That's a that's a gift, yeah, that's given to yeah. you, not because of you, no, but no, no, given no. to you. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, great point. Mm-hmm. It's not. Hey, you 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 kept the list. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elf on the shelf's been watching you, <laughs> and so now here's your present. You've yeah, been good yeah. enough. Mm-hmm. It's not that at all. Yeah, it's yeah. in fact, I saw you in your sin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I sent my son to die for your sins, yeah. and now I'm going to give you the gift. Of righteousness. I'm going to declare you mm-hmm. in Colossians. Read it. I'm going to declare you blameless, blameless. and yeah. I'm going to call you holy. Yeah. I'm going to give that title mm-hmm. to you. I'm going to yeah. change your identity, and this is now yeah. who you are. Yeah. Such a shock mm-hmm. to the natural yes. system. Yeah. That's that's what it's designed for. Yep, exactly. To totally revolutionize you, change you, transform you, to free you from all the striving. Mm -hmm. So yeah, yeah. and and again, that that is like that happens at salvation. Yeah, and that is justification is another word that's used for that. Instantly, you're justified. Your standing with God has been made right. Not by you. You've been reconciled to yeah. Him by Jesus, right. and so that's whenever you're justified, and it happens in an instant, right? Yep. Yep. And and you're made blameless, and that's how God sees you. He sees Jesus' blood covering your life. Yep. So we are made justified, hmm. and so we have been made perfect. However, we're also being made perfect through sanctification, through right. this process of righteousness. Yeah. You know, I've heard I've heard it said, and it's a church history thing that. We are both at the same time righteous mm-hmm. by who God has called us to, mm-hmm. yet we'll still sin. Uh, and the thing is, it's not it's not if we sin again, then what right. do we do? But it's when we sin, what is the response? So yeah. with perfectionism, whenever we do sin, what is our response? Is it to mm-hmm. take it to the cross and leave it at the cross? Or yeah. is it to take it up, clean it up ourselves, and then give it back to God? Like we can be the yeah. justifier of our own sins, right. you know? That's true. So it's, it's true. just, again, just a different culture. Yeah. It's the kingdom mindset that just is, everything is almost upside down. Exactly. And, and this stuff, this sometimes creeps into church and faith environments. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I've seen it. I've seen groups where uh, all of a sudden the outward standards become the greater goal. Yeah. Instead of the yeah. message of grace, the message of faith, yeah. um, it, it mm. becomes the message of rules. And so mm-hmm. we call that legalism yep. uh, yeah. in the church world where you begin to define 
righteousness yeah. by keeping laws, yeah. legal legalism. Yeah. By what you say, what you do, and yeah. how you act, and what what your outward appearance looks like, right? Yep, yep. Yeah. So early, early in the faith for me, it was you know things like uh, you 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 don't watch movies, you don't watch TV, <laughs> you 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 don't have. Um, rock music. You don't have rock music. Uh, you don't Tough. have Christian rock music. Yeah. Uh, just down the line, you know, yeah. you don't you don't have these kind of pieces of art, these mm-hmm. books, these authors. It's just down yeah. the line, and, and pretty soon outward things, right? Yeah, and, and even one group that I saw, you know, they were they were opposed to facial hair. You know, wow. all of that. Even <laughs> it just went down the line of, you know, you can't have facial hair. Men have to dress like this. Women have to dress mm. like this. And so you had these easily definable outward pieces where you could look and make sure everybody was playing the part, everybody was doing, you know, following the rules. There's an element of that that seems like, hey, cool. Yeah, you know, easy. Because it's easy. Because Because it's like, oh, if I can just do all these things, you're telling me I'm made right with God. If I can do them in my own time, that's why it's easier. It's true. (laughs) And and it doesn't require any really humility. Yeah, exactly. It it just requires a little bit of self-discipline. Yep. Uh, but faith is different. Mm-hmm. Faith means my heart has to change. Yeah. Faith means I have yeah. to receive something that's, that's given good. to me as a gift, and faith stuff. transforms me. Yeah. Now, that, that results in behavior, but I don't define my yeah. standing by the behavior. I define my standing by what? By the Savior. <laughs> Not by the behavior, but by the Savior. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So um, good. for the Pharisees, of course, that's New Testament, go for, right? that, that's really what happened uh-huh. to them. They they began to define yeah. their faith by their outward. Yeah. Uh, we dress like this. We talk like this. We do this. We don't do this. Yeah. We go here. We don't go here. And sadly, what that produces is people who are fake yep. because no one can keep exactly. the game up all the time. Exactly, yeah. And in turn, Jesus goes up to him and says, you know, there are a bunch of whitewashed tombs. You know, you exactly. look great on the outside. Yep. Cool. Yep. You're doing the part. You're looking the way you're supposed to kind of. Yep. But on the inside, you are just dead as it gets. There's no yep. life inside of you because everything is about rules, rules, rules to everyone. If you're not up to the standard, yep. then you must not be believing in God, you yeah. know, only by your outward. Right? right. And so that leads to other terms that Jesus used, you know, hypocrisy. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He, he even said lawlessness, which yeah. had to be uh, an incredible affront to them. Because <laughs> like, they're saying, we, no, are, we are the law. We yeah. do keep the law. We said it, you know, we uh-huh. defined it. So, and he says, no, you're actually lawless because you, mm-hmm. you're not keeping in the heart. Yeah. You're not loving the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, yeah. and strength. You're not loving your neighbor as yourself. Yep. You, you've rejected the two greatest commandments mm-hmm. yeah. is what Jesus yeah. laid on them. Yeah, and, and so, not not even not even just like, oh, look, y'all aren't, y'all aren't good anymore. But he says, woe to you, right? Yeah. He says, curses upon you. That's true. And, and all of this brand of people that you're a part of. Yeah. Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, the other piece I think that's so dangerous about that is when that when that creeps into a family, when mm-hmm. that creeps into a church environment yeah. or Christian friends, uh, you get this thing where you can't ever be genuine with people. Whew, you can't true. you can't ever let your guard down. You can't ever say, uh, pray for me because I'm struggling with this. Instead, what you get is groups that get together and they like to discuss and debate the Bible, yep. but they stay away from all the relevant topics. Yep. 
about life, you Mm -hmm. know? Let's just stay on, let's debate the end times. Yeah, let's go there. (laughs) Let's talk about when Jesus comes back or not comes back, all those. That's that's safe in a sense. Because your heart is totally like, oh, I'm not going to get told to change my actual behavior. I don't have to divulge where I'm struggling (laughs) or hurting. I can can talk about these things and have an appearance of of being, you know, a good person. Uh, And then you get things in a group uh, where people say things like uh, unspoken prayer requests. (laughs) Not that there's anything wrong with asking for prayer, but yeah, yeah. Uh, unspoken, I was like, well, why not Why not just be honest yeah. and ask and say, yeah. here's the area where I'm struggling. Exactly. Yeah. Let me just go ahead and say this. Mm-hmm. That requires a lot of vulnerability. Yeah, it requires absolutely. honesty. Yep. And and that means you got to you got to you got to put aside your put perfectionist yep, exactly. tendencies. You got to put aside that yeah. I'm my my standing with God is measured by my behavior mm-hmm. outside. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. So then a question for you: After mm-hmm. we all say, just don't be, just don't have that front. Don't yeah. be legalistic and all this stuff. Right. The question then is. Aren't we still supposed to be perfect? Mm. And aren't we still supposed to tr- uh, strive for perfection, right? It's yeah. a great question because as Christians, there is a call on us to grow, mm-hmm. to mature in our faith, to be changed, to be transformed. In fact, God himself is set on conforming us to the very yeah. image of Christ. Yeah, true. So he's arranging events in our life. He's conforming us to his son, to look like his son mm-hmm. so that we act like Talk like, sound like, look like, think like mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah. What do I do <laughs> in that process? Aren't I supposed to strive for that? Yeah. And the answer is yes. But the question is, where am I striving from? There you go. That's yeah. That's so good. the cross invites us to this place where it forgives our sin. Mm-hmm. It relieves the weight of the guilt, mm-hmm. and it also relieves us from the demand of being. Perfect. It gives us the gift of righteousness. Yeah. That's what the Bible says yep. that, that Jesus gives us. And so yeah. then I begin this journey now of faith yeah. growing from, from already mm-hmm. having the identity of holy, yep. righteous, victory, and forgiven, yeah. yeah, victorious. This gives me a perspective and changes me because now I start yeah. with my identity. I've been made right with God. Yep. Now yeah. I can pursue. Now that, I can grow. Yeah. That'll change your marriage right there. I, really? You know, then, now I'm free. The mm-hmm. weight is lifted. Yeah. I don't have to hold myself to this impossible mm-hmm. standard. And Others, I, don't, yeah. I don't have to hold my wife or my yeah. husband or my children. I can mm. I can set them free yep. and I can just love them for who they are. I yep. can encourage them. Mm-hmm. Yep. I can celebrate with them. Yeah. I can pray for them. Yep. We can create an environment of honesty. We can talk about where we struggle and we can pray for one another in that. Yeah. And so it's where you're where you're striving from. I'm striving now from the place mm-hmm. of having been set free. Yeah, Instead of striving to get to a place of perfection. <laughs> yeah. If I could only get here, then Good God life. would love yeah. me. Uh-huh. Then God would forgive me. Then God would favor yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Then God would bless me. No, you've been given every spiritual blessing yep. in the heavenlies in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Start there. Yeah, and then you can move forward. The book of Colossians tells us this. Uh, Colossians one. I want to read these mm-hmm. as we kind of wrap this up today. Yeah. This is verses twenty one through twenty three. Says, and you who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by yeah. wicked works, mm-hmm. yet now he has reconciled in the body of his flesh through death yeah. to present you holy 
and blameless and above reproach in his sight. This is our standing. And the next part of the verse says, if indeed you continue in the faith, grounded and steadfast. This should be the result. Now that you know these things, now move on. Grow. Grow from this place. Mm -hmm. Not toward this place, but from this place. This is where the cross heals. This is where real life comes from. That's life change right there. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Good. Good. So uh, that brings us to the end of our episode today. Thanks for being with us. This is how we live out our faith. This is how we escape the weight of perfectionism. And, and our prayer is that that would be the life that you experience in Jesus Christ. Yeah.